Today we talk about our first consoles and the fact that Christian music is eh. Hello, Internet. You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. He's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Shazbot. <laughs> Shelly Walter. What's up? I don't know what to go from there. Um, <laughs> so, how has your guys' weeks been? Week's been, been good. good. I enjoyed my weekend. Got a little gaming in, but I was busy doing a lot of video editing. <laughs> the <laughs> winners are announced. Yeah. The winners are announced, yes. So, uh, for those who don't know who aren't part of the uh, community shame. and aren't in the know, yeah, shame on you Get first in the of know. all. Second of all, we had a community Mario Maker level design contest, and uh, I gave everybody two entries allowed, and myself and a couple of the other Let's Players on our uh, Geeks Under Grace Gaming YouTube channel um, played through every single one of the levels, uh, some of them multiple times. I recorded footage for a bunch of them over the weekend and put everything together, uh, did my own personal top three video did a an overall winner video? Did Joel what? Joel uh, gave me his video and I edited it down a little bit and uh, got input from the third judge who is Nikki as well and rolled through all that. So I spent like eight to ten hours playing through those levels, editing, recording stuff this weekend. That stuff is up on the site and I want to say a big congratulations to Daniel Moxie. He took yeah. first place in the level contest. Uh, I've been going back and forth with him. He's from Australia, and the prize is a $50 Amazon gift card. So I didn't know how I was going to get him $50 American in Australia. And I was talking to him earlier tonight. Turns out I can actually just send him a straight-up Amazon gift card, like USD, and he can use it. That's cool. So That's good. Can't you just send him, like, a code? Can't you buy it online? Yeah, well, I think what I'm going to end up doing is buying it through Amazon and just emailing it to him. I've got his email address, and then he can redeem it and use that as he sees fit. Okay. That's cool. good. So, That's I was good. wondering, did you guys actually beat every single level? I did, yeah, and I believe Joel did. I didn't talk to Nikki to make sure, but I, I think she did as well. That's so crazy. pro. <laughs> we wanted to make sure that we played through everybody's levels to give everybody a fair fighting chance. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. That's good. So if you haven't checked that out yet, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, the Geeks Under Grace Gaming YouTube channel. Check out that top three video. It's got some pretty rad jams, and I like the announcer's voice pretty well. And uh, <laughs> and it's uh, several things up there, but check that out. And uh, there are links to all of those, like the, the level codes. Every single level that was submitted for the competition has a code in the description of that video. So you can all grab them and play them for yourselves. Can you do can you announce number one for me real quick? No 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 number one. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay. How about you, Shelly? Anything new this week? I uh, had a good week. I played D D for the first time. Well, Ooh. we didn't actually Whoa. play it. We create our characters. We learned about the world. Uh, got our little group together. There's like six of us, and then our DM. They call them GMs here. I don't. I don't really know why. General manager. General. <laughs> I, I don't really know. Gary man. <laughs> Game huh. master. I want to know what it stands. For. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Game, Game master. master. Yeah. Everyone that makes else is sense. listening and they're like, obviously. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. it was cool. It was fun. It took a long time, but I kind of knew that was going to happen. So we all have our characters. I'm a I'm the rogue on the team because gotta have a rogue. <laughs> so I'm really really excited about it. So we're just gonna do it like every Sunday night, I guess. So awesome. I have yeah. never played Dungeons and Dragons. I've wanted to, but I'm scared of the commitment. Oh, we, I see. <laughs> we had a group from work that got together a few years ago. None of us had ever played. We had one guy that had played before, and he was the dungeon master. And it was fourth edition rules. So I don't even know what's out there oh, right we're now. we're doing but... fifth edition. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know third edition was around forever, and people, I guess, that played that thought that everybody else were idiots. <laughs> so if you're an elitist, if you're a third edition elitist, 
Go away. <laughs> Unsubscribed. No, don't. Come back. We love you. Oh, no. no. Come, Baby, back. come back. No. Just move up to the fifth edition. <laughs> That's all I got to do. Very cool. Um, there was nothing really new for me this week, except just watching my TV shows. There's so much TV going on right now. Flash, Arrow, Heroes. Heroes has been great. Ah. Um, now, I haven't watched last Thursdays, so I'm still a little bit behind. But I didn't realize the new version of Heroes was on yet. Yeah, it's been like three episodes, I think. Okay. Now. Is it the same actors? Um, some of them. Okay. It's not about them anymore. Uh, what's oh, his they're name? like side characters now, right? Yeah. Or are they just... Okay. Kind of. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he was the Hero- one... Uh, the Hero Peter Petrelli? Cheerleader's uh, father. Not husband. Oh, the the man with horn-rimmed glasses. Um, it's a really easy name, and I should know it. Um, either way, he's Ed, in a lot. He's kind of a big character, so... <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't know, I've never watched Heroes. I don't watch any of those shows. Uh, mostly because I'm scared. Scared of the commitment! <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm watching so much. Walking Dead, Doctor Who... Oh, There's man. so many things going on right now. Luckily, I don't watch Gotham. Uh, I'm I'm all caught up on Walking Dead. I have one episode to watch. I'll watch it after tonight. I'm missing that episode too. Last Sunday's. Yeah, the only show I ever got like really connected to and like tried to watch consistently was The Mentalist. But The Mentalist is over. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm in college now, so I feel like I shouldn't be watching shows on Netflix when I should be doing homework. We're trying to keep up to date with all of those, but I have a. Uh... Netflix. So I'm watching Firefly, and Drew, our manager for Geeks Under Grays, is so bad at me right now. I have never watched Firefly. <laughs> yeah, you got to finish that then. I mean, it's only 16 episodes. Yeah, I'm working on it right now. So we've been kind of behind on other shows because I've been trying to just like play. Through. I love it. I didn't know it was a western. Yep, space so western, gimmicky and funny, but I love it so much. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Um, but that's been about it. So some pretty cool news coming out. The NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, just turned 30 a few days ago from when you guys were listening to this. It was the 18th, um, which is crazy. I didn't know it was that old. I didn't realize I was older than it. It's older than me. (laughs) (laughs) It's over 10 years older than me. Wow. I guess it's older than me. I'm 23, but I had an NES... um, when I was two, my brother got me one. So it had been out for quite a while. Probably the Super Nintendo was out already. But yeah, I, I have an NES, actually. Or my mom did, and I got to play on it. I got to play Doug Hunt and all that fun stuff. I got an NES plus, like, 20 games for... Not 20 games. How many were there? That seems like an overstatement. A bunch of games for 30 bucks. Nice. I, I was in kindergarten when I got my NES. Uh, and it was the hot stuff at the time. I got Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, and Double Dragon. Double Dragon. I have Double Dragon. The original Double Dragon. My number one game of all time is Super Mario Bros. 3. And I only call it my like all-time favorite because I've played it the most. It's a solid game. I mean, even even by today's standards, I think it holds up. Definitely. Which is a big part of why it, it still works in Mario Maker. Yeah. Right, exactly. yeah. It's something it's, that people it people can enjoy it even now, and that's probably the main reason behind Mario Maker, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, making I mean, levels, people still like it, even if it's a really classic art, thing. Yeah, that art style and the gameplay mechanics still totally hold up today. Mm-hmm. I've owned so many versions of Super Mario Bros. 3. Like Super Nintendo, they had the All-Stars, and then the Game Boy Advance um, had one. Plus, I have it on the NES now. What was your guys' first console? Mine was definitely the NES as well. And okay, like I said, yeah. I, was, I was five when I got it. Um, I'm trying to think. We only owned, it's crazy by today's standards, I guess, because I've, I've dove into it and I've, I've kind of, this is my culture now. Mm-hmm. Um, gaming is kind of my culture now, geekery. But we had a grand total of five or six games for the NES, and we owned it for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I probably played through Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, I bet I beat that game start to finish a dozen times. And it took me, I think it took me like two years before I ever beat it the first time I played it. Is that the console you say you grew up on? Um, it, it, it's a phase of my life. I had mm-hmm. an NES 
for those beginning years. And then I got a Genesis with Sonic 2 when that yeah. was kind of getting popular. So Sonic 2 Sonic. still holds a, a yeah, still holds a deep uh Sonic 2 holds a, a place in my heart. Did There's you no have the Sonic and Knuckles plug-in thing or was that Sonic? Yeah, it was Sonic 2. I got it way down. I think it came out after 3 if I'm not oh, mistaken. Was it three? Okay. Because 3 plugged back into it and you That's could get what I'm Knuckles thinking of. Yeah. Three, oh, yeah. yeah. But I just I had to uh I got Mortal Kombat with it as well. Mm-hmm. We we didn't know too much at that time, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I was messing around jamming on buttons one day. My dad walked in and I was playing his Kano and I did a fatality on the accident. I had no idea what I was <laughs> that's doing. That's awesome. And he saw it and he was like, that's going back. <laughs> that's and, funny. I mean, we probably owned the game two years at that point, but Walmart took it back, traded it out, got Battle Toads and Double Dragon, and my brother and I rocked that for years. Nice. That's cool. How about uh, Shelly? First console. Well, my first uh, gaming gaming video game thing. I mean, handheld is can sometimes handheld considered console. console. Yeah, it's a handheld console. So my first one was the Game Boy Advance SP. It's a beautiful <laughs> red little thing. The <laughs> and my first a game. Cool yeah. Um, my first game was Pokemon Leaf Green. So I feel very young in this group, but right. that's, that's okay. <laughs> Um, and I had, well, yeah, my mom had the NAS, but I wouldn't call that something I grew up with, uh, grew up with because, I mean, I played it, and I did play it quite a bit, but I definitely played on my Game Boy more, um, put on my Game Boy. Then I got my GameCube when that first came out, and I would say GameCube is the one I grew up with because yeah. I played the crap out of that thing. I... I played all the games. That's where I got introduced to Super Smash Bros. and Zelda and, you know, so much stuff. And I don't know. I, I love it. So it kind of led to, you know, getting getting more into Nintendo, getting the Wii and, you know, yeah. now you and all, all the other stuff. So. I love Nintendo yeah. so much. I'd say that I probably grew up on the N64. That's the one that I have the most memories of. Um, but I fell in love with Zelda with the GameCube. It was yeah. the Ocarina of Time remastered, and they had the Master Quest. Oh, yes. came with like four discs or something, didn't it? The Master Quest? No, there was only one. I was thinking that, didn't they release a version that had... They might have. They had the 64 version games, both of them on there, and the SNES game, I believe. I could oh, wow. be mistaken. That's not I the one I had. They might have made multiple ones. Yeah, Mine just had, it was one disc, and then you had an option for the original game, and then they had the Master Quest, and that was basically it. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. See, yeah, I didn't see. have a GameCube. Oh, Joe. <laughs> I loved Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. I watched the commercials for it and was like, this is stupid. This is propaganda. It was oh, like middle school. And then I got it and yeah. I played it and loved it so much. And I, I'm still waiting for a sequel. To this day, yeah. I have not played Sunshine. It's so good. It's so good. I never actually beat it. Oh, really? Played, yeah, because I... I don't know, I can never get past those darn red coin levels <laughs> or any of that stuff. I had and a I neighbor just, like, that would talk me through. I had basically a oh, personal that's... strategy guide. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, <laughs> see, I didn't have that. I just kept failing, and I would never come back to it because I was always scared of it. I never believed in myself, so I just never <laughs> did it. But, oh, man, I love that game. I still go back to it when I can, just, like, replace some of the missions and levels. And oh, it's I need great. to get it again. Yeah, I need a GameCube so, controller because I have a Wii. Mm-hmm. I need to play that and Twilight Princess again because I missed Twilight Princess. Oh yeah, Twilight on Princess. the GameCube, not the Wii because I could never do the mirrored. Yeah, so. I never actually got that on the GameCube. I got mm-hmm. that on the Wii because it was rated T, and I was like, I'm not a teenager yet, so I'm not. Gonna <laughs> play. I was you one. You probably games. couldn't play it on the GameCube then, because that's been my thing. It's like the map gets mirrored for the Wii so that he's right. Yeah. Yeah, and it would so. be so confusing to me. Definitely. So my whole entry point, I had a, a period of time where I never owned a Nintendo console. I, I had the NES. Even. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I strayed away. Uh, I, I was a PlayStation kid. More than anything, I was a PlayStation kid, really. I mean, I had, I had the NES, I had the Genesis, and then I jumped to a PS1 and never really looked back after that. I had... Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy Tactics were like the first two games that I owned for the system. Um, I actually bought Tactics before I bought VII, um, but 
never really looked back after that. It was RPG heaven for me, and that was what I was all about at the time. But, um, yeah, so I didn't have a Nintendo console between the NES and the Wii. Oh <laughs> I played I played at my friends. You know, we played GoldenEye all the time. We played WWE games and Smash and Mario Kart. Banjo-Kazooie? Please tell me if you played Banjo-Kazooie. Not until it came out on the Rare oh, yes. Replay collection. <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's a good game. So Love it. So I'm I'm the complete opposite of you, Joe, in the fact that I've never had a PlayStation or Xbox console at all. I've been strictly Nintendo, which wasn't always my fault. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've always liked Nintendo. I've always wanted Nintendo, but Love my Nintendo. family never really seemed to care, like... To get me a PS or a Xbox, or just like, oh, she likes Nintendo. Let's just get her all Nintendo. They're like family friendly games for the most part, you know. So I've just always had Nintendo, but I'm hoping to either save up for either like an Xbox One or a PS4 or something. Or if there's a PS2 that's cheap, something like that, I might get it. Because I really do want to experience that side of. Video gaming, I just never have. Mm-hmm. I really want to. I just. Uh, I've got a library of about 120 PS2 games in the closet back there behind me. Wow. Oh, nice. That Real quick jam. before we move on Nintendo NX, the console coming out in a couple of years or next year or whatever, will you guys buy it? I will, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how, like, that's how everything is in the Nintendo. Fact, the like. fact that they're pitching it as a mobile uh, handheld. Anything makes me want to scream. I, I don't think play I'm buy it, stuff. but I might wait until the next Zelda game comes out for it. So oh, I want yeah. Zelda U on the Wii U, and then I might buy it whenever they put out a Zelda game for that. I'm a huge Zelda fan. Do you think they're going to yeah. push this Zelda back to the NX? I, I think they're going to do it both, like they did the GameCube and the Wii U or the Wii for uh, like Twilight a dual Princess release. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. They've yeah, gotta I have actually. I haven't actually heard too many details of it. I've only heard sort of echoes and rumors, but I haven't seen an actual like article on it. So Just the fact that the that. Zelda U hasn't got a release date yet, and they keep pushing it back. I have a feeling. Yeah. Nintendo, why? <laughs> I, I bought a new 3DS and I played Monster Hunter Four on it for like two days. <laughs> yep. All right, moving on. As always, we're going to do our poll list. So, Joe, take it away. What's coming out? All right, Geeks and Geekettes, this week you can head to the movie theaters. We've actually got this week's releases for the theater, and we're going to start bringing you those as well. Uh, For your younger audiences or for the audiences that grew up with this, you've got Jim and the Holograms. I know that was a cartoon that was popular apparently when I was a kid, and because I was a boy, I never got into it. I don't know. So yeah, but, I had never heard of it, and everyone was like, "How could you have never heard of this?" And I was yeah, like, no, I that was the same for me too. Which I, I am just too young for it, but I've heard <laughs> so many people are just no idea crazy over Gem and the holograms, and also I've heard a lot of hate for the trailers. I huh. mean, they can't say anything for the actual movie, but all the trailers, people just say that's not Gem, that's not Gem. So I'm really curious to see how. The movie does. It looks in very general. Disney movie, like Disney Channel original looking. Yeah, Hannah does. Montana looks mm-hmm. very that's, much like Hannah Montana. <laughs> that's pretty fair. Uh, was Jim originally like a superhero or something? I have no I idea. I think I I looked this up a while ago. I think she she like puts on like a suit or something or a crown. I don't really know. She puts something on, and it's like a hologram. Her whole outfit, her whole show is like a hologram. And she's with her family, and they're gemming the holograms. And people are getting angry because the movie makes it seem like she wants to go on a solo career. And that's not like her. Something like that. Okay. Okay, well, that's coming out this week. Um, That is going to be rated PG. We've also got The Last Witch Hunter, which... Actually, kind of looks interesting to me. It's probably one of those kitschy uh, yeah. sci-fi fantasy. You know, Rotten Tomatoes is probably going to rip it apart. <laughs> I'm kind of excited for it, but 
I'm also okay with Vin Diesel playing Vin Diesel in every show. That's what I was thinking too. I like Vin <laughs> Diesel. You know, I liked him in uh, Chronicles of Riddick, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Oh yeah. And so I'm actually kind of excited about this one. I don't go to the theaters very often, so this is probably one I'll catch when it comes to Redbox or Netflix. But it's one I'll be excited about catching when it comes to Redbox or Netflix. We do $5 movies on Tuesdays at my local theater. So we go to a lot of movies whenever we can because they're 5 bucks a person. Oh, that's so nice. That would be cool. Yeah, Two of us is almost the price of one with most tickets anymore. Yeah. All right. And the last big release coming to movie theaters this week um, is going to be Paranormal Activity The Ghost Dimension. Rated R. <laughs> Another I, paranormal activity. <laughs> I know literally nothing about this. It's a horror movie. I don't watch them. And I yeah, how many are it. there? There's so many paranormal activities. Let, let's just say 14 and move on because I don't <laughs> – I'm not checking that fact. I don't yeah, I could care. never watch one of those movies. 14. They look too scary. <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, – it was on Relevant. I would have Relevant all the time, um, Relevant Magazine. But it was Jaws 19 trailer. They didn't make it. I just saw it on there. <laughs> oh, oh. And they went through each other movie. They're like, for the people that brought you Jaws 1, where there was a shark. And also Jaws 2, where there were two sharks. They like, <laughs> went through all of it. So. Speaking of stuff That's like great. that, did you see that Tremors 5 is on Netflix now? There's a Tremors 5? There is now. <laughs> I did not hear. <laughs> have you seen the first four? No. Because I have. I've seen like a tr- I think I've seen the Tremors one. I will. I, I, I didn't watch them. I need to add it to my to-watch list because I've seen the first four and it's total cheese, but it's fun total cheese. <laughs> nice. As long as it's tasty cheese. Yeah. It's it's like Cheese Whiz. How about that? Oh, I see. I see that type it's of cheese. It's the Cheese Whiz of movies. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the Blu-ray movie releases for the week. This week is the week, folks. Jurassic World yeah. comes to Blu-ray. Ooh, I got to see it. Tuesday. I got to see it. You I haven't, haven't seen it yet? yet? No, I haven't. I, I am really sold on Chris Pratt. Anything yeah, Chris Pratt is in now. Chris Pratt, I, I know. Oh, Chris Pratt. I, I do love it. Chris Pratt. <laughs> um, After Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm sold. I also yeah. saw in there that the Back to the Future trilogy is coming out again, being released on Blu-ray, which is really apt given that this current day and time, you know, they're talking about <laughs> the Cubs winning the World Series, possibly. We've got... Yeah. Nike is coming out with self-tying shoes, <laughs> and we've got hoverboards. Creating a paradox, <laughs> because were the shoes created in the future, or were they created because of the movie? Well, <laughs> we'll never know, unless we talk to the creators, and then maybe we'll know. If they had actually gone to the future, that's like that'd be cool. So if you haven't seen the Back to the Future trilogy, you can pick that up on Blu-ray this week. Uh, we've also got Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. I don't know I if that's a it. movie. It's a movie. It's, okay. It's um it is an animated movie. Uh I saw it in theaters and it's so funny. You guys have ever watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged? I feel like the people who have made Dragon Ball Z have watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged, which is this like fan made. It's hilarious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um but they've really upped the humor in these last two Dragon Ball Z movies. It's they're talking about this god, this like war god, and he's eating pizza, and he's like, "What is this delicious thing?" And he's like explaining all this stuff, but he's trying to like figure out whatever the is, and Vegeta's like, "It's cheese," and he's so angry. And it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's cheese. Uh, you just gotta imagine Vegeta and his. Angry he's the he's the one that's always angry, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's really really good. Um, it's Frieza has come back from the dead. Um, and so they just, they have to go fight him. They're really plotless, which makes me sad. The last movie was way more plotless than this one. Um, it's just a way to scream and yell and blow stuff up. Yeah. And you don't have to wait 16 episodes to see them do something because it's in the movie. That sounds okay to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, I've been really excited about it. I'm waiting for the new series to come out in English. It might be already. I haven't really checked in a while. Um, I've this seen some of the art sold. style for that, and it looks really different. Mm-hmm. So, mm, yeah. Um, okay, so our final Blu-ray release for the week that, that caught my attention is Paper Towns, Woo. and I, I haven't read the book. I know it's based on a book, right? Yeah, John by Green. a guy that's yeah, and John Green, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the two brothers that does the YouTube channel, yeah. uh, the Vlog yeah. Brothers. Vlog Brothers, yep. yeah. Yeah, he's he also, also does. A Christian. Oh shoot! Okay. What is he's this? a Christian and his brother is an atheist. What? Really? Yeah. 
he does those um, used for studying. Oh uh, gosh, something I know what you're history. talking about. Um, Crash Course. Crash Course. Yes, I use Crash Course all the time. That's awesome. I didn't. Study. That's cool. Huh. Yeah. No, so it, they're I, very helpful. I think those two are really fascinating. I've not watched them in a long time, but they're so intellectual and they're they're good mm-hmm. about going back and forth on things. And uh, I'd really like to check out. I I want to check out the movie. I want to read his book too because I'm sure his writing style is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Read The Fault in Our Stars. And oh, that was him too. Yeah, that was him too. See, okay. when I heard that The Fault in Our Stars was kind of a big thing, I'm like, oh, so this John Green guy, apparently he's like some good writer. And like, I, I totally forgot that he was connected to the Vogue brothers. And when I learned that, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> <Mind> blown <laughs> pretty much. Cool. So yeah, yeah that awesome. kind of made me read the book. I did like the book. I do think it was a little, you know, overhyped. Not overhyped. Overdone. Stretched out. I don't know. Okay. Too much popularity around it, I think. But okay. yeah. that's why I'm a little skeptical to start reading Paper Towns or see the movie. Because I'm afraid it's going to be kind of similar. But I also do want to read it because I did like John Green's writing. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the game releases for the week. And, lady and gentlemen, we are deep into it now. You can tell that we are approaching Black Friday because we have about a dozen games coming out this week. Um, so let me start working through these. First off this week is Guitar Hero Live, and that's coming out to PC, uh, PS4, and Xbox One, and I think PS3 and Xbox 360. I actually got my copy in. Bef- like five minutes before we started uh, recording this podcast. So I haven't even had a chance to try it out yet, but I have it in my hands. Uh, in fact, I have the guitar sitting two feet from me. But I'm going to give that a go here as soon as we are done recording tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I know Robert is particularly excited about, Tales of Zestiria. And I know that the Tales games are anime RPGs that have a really big following. Um those Zestria, games have been around. That has nothing to do with My Little Pony, does it? <laughs> you're, you're playing way outside of my ballpark right now, brother. <laughs> I think it's called Equestria. I should oh, know. oh, okay, okay. See, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone out there thinks I'm funny. <laughs> Somebody out there thinks you're mean. <laughs> um, yeah. But those those games are a lot of fun. I've played several of them in the past, and I really enjoy them. They're kind of JRPG style. Uh, anime, they got a lot of humor built into them. And yeah. so I want to check that one out, but there's so much coming out. I'm, I might wait till that one goes on sale. Yeah, I saw that the trailer for it randomly. I've never heard of the series, but I thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll get this. But I hadn't heard about any of the series previously, so we'll see. I want to see, hear some of the review first if I, before I get anything. So. Yeah. Um, a big one that's coming out this week is the perennial Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed Syndicate comes out on Friday, and I had actually completely forgotten about it um, because it's going to be a Friday release, and I'm used to games like that coming out on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, about the only Friday releases we ever get are Nintendo releases. Did you guys play Unity? I guess no. no. The only one I've ever played yeah. was oh, Black Flag. But I did buy, I think I just bought the third one on the Sneak Steam sale. Oh, nice. So I got to try it. I liked the third one. That was the Revolutionary War, right? Yeah. I I've love seen, that. I've seen Everyone lots of gameplay it. of it, and it looked really fun, looked really interesting. That's sort of what got me interested in getting an Assassin's Creed game. That's why I got the fourth one. So, yeah. I didn't play Unity because I heard such terrible things about it. And since then, I really haven't even been paying attention so two is one of my favorite games of all time, but I they started pumping them out so fast. I got yeah, burned. that's what that's what I was gonna say in the beginning. I mean, there was so much excitement and popularity about it because it was like a new concept, and it was really fun and it was great. But now they're just pumping it out so fast; it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I heard that uh, Syndicate is going to be heavily based off two Joe, so you might be into it. They're trying I, to get I back may... to the two roots. They said. Okay, and it looks like an interesting storyline, interesting setting with kind of some Cockney British and that sort of stuff. 
So um, also coming out this week, we've got The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes on the 3DS. And I know that they released a demo this past week. There was a lot of uh, murmuring about it in the in the community group. But I didn't get a chance to check yeah. it out myself. I've heard nothing but good things from it, to be honest. I've heard quite a bit. And everyone that I've seen says that they love it. And um, yeah, I'm a little bummed that I never got to try it out. I never got... A demo code, unfortunately, but I also think it's funny because everyone who's talking about uh, Triforce Heroes before the actual demo came out said how stupid it looked, and this isn't Legend of Zelda, and all this, you know, terrible stuff, and now I'm pretty sure Nintendo's just, like, is just laughing about it because they know that, no, this is a good game, and you guys will enjoy it, and you guys are enjoying it, and you can't... You can't just judge a book by its cover, so I'm sure I know that our sound last. guy loved it, so we're going to let him chime in real quick and tell us his thoughts. Heck yes. So um, when I got the email that I was getting the demo for this game, that I that Nintendo didn't even announce this thing until E3 this past year. And it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, it's Four Swords Adventures, but there's only three. That's kind of weird. And I wasn't really paying attention to it much, and then I got the demo, and I downloaded it, and I had a blast playing this game. You couldn't play the demo with friends, unfortunately, so it was just strangers. I was about to ask if you could play it without friends, because... I don't have friends. Right. <laughs> right. And so, um, in the, of course, in the retail release, you'll be able to play with friends. But um, just in this, you could only play with – I mean, I guess if you wound up with a friend in your group, it was just by accident. But uh, what's really neat is you've got these eight icons on the touchscreen that are how you communicate with each other because it's Nintendo. So there's no voice chat whatsoever. Uh, so the icons were like use an item or um, over here or totem. And totem is uh, you can pick up one of the other links. And then the third link who's not in the group can pick the two of you up. So now you're stacked three high and you make a totem. And sometimes you need to... Chain. Yeah. And so sometimes you need to be able to reach things that are up high so you've got you know two levels up or three levels up and there was actually a boss if you've ever played um a link to the past and this boss shows up in a bunch of other top-down zeldas but the uh the little worm looking thing Mm -hmm. and you have to hit his tail and this after you hit him a couple of times he lifts his tail up one level so you have to pick one of the links up and then chase the guy around while the (laughs) guy you're carrying is swinging his sword um, and then for his final form, he picks his tail up three levels, and then you have to do it that, like yeah. that. And so, you, so you're going to be playing multiplayer at all times. You're going to have to have internet access to play this game. Uh, not necessarily. There is a single player okay. uh, that wasn't in the demo, but um, some other review sites that got early copies of the game have said that uh, the way that works is you pick the link that you're going to be, and then the other two links just kind of go limp. AI. They don't, yeah. Well, but they don't even move. Oh. They they are they don't do anything. And now while they're in that state, they can't take any damage, so they're not like you have to babysit them. But then this way, you you just switch back and forth to whichever okay. link you need. Oh, okay. um, there are only three total. I thought it was four. That's four swords. Then it's this there's only three. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the purple one. Um. <laughs> So and you can also play uh, local multiplayer. So uh, if you've got friends in the room with you, then uh, you can play that way. And actually, if you have the demo, that still works. But the online multiplayer, they shut that down um, Sunday, so that that doesn't work. But if you've got the demo and you've got two other friends that have it that are nearby, you can still play this game. Unfortunately, I don't. So I can't play when it until the it game release? comes out. I want to say this coming Friday, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay, then. So yeah, yeah. It comes up Friday right alongside Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. And so, so this was a game that went from not being on my radar at all, even though I'm a huge Zelda fan, to based on the demo, this 
could wind up being my favorite game to come out this year. That I obviously I haven't played Halo Five yet. That might change when that comes out. But right now I'm thinking this Triforce Heroes could be my game of the year. Wow, that's yeah. pretty high praise based on a demo. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Pretty good. Nintendo trying to fool us all along Booyah. by toying with us ideas of Zelda U stuff like that and sneak in this little game like oh you could just play with this in the meantime and everyone's gonna have a blast with it heck yeah <laughs> Patrick that was awesome man thanks for your input we really appreciate it um, unfortunately we gotta keep trucking along here also coming out this week we've got Adventure Time, Finn and Jake Investigations, and I believe that's coming out on the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. Interesting. Um, I'm not a show. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm not not familiar with the show. Um, Yeah, a lot of my friends watch it. A lot of my friends think it's great. I've just never seen it. Cool. Watch Bravest Warriors online. It's made by the same creator. It's it's awesome. It's like that, only better. Cool. I see. Maybe I'll check it out. Now the one I know we're all we're all vying for. Um, Just Dance 2016 comes out this week as well, and I can't wait to get my feet tapping on that one. <laughs> oh yes! I I don't even think I've ever owned a copy of Just Dance, but it's a it's nope. a super popular franchise. I've never owned it. I've definitely played a lot of Just um, Dance. If you all do want to see me dance, though, I will be dancing on my 24 hour live stream on November the seventh. Um, nice. For one yeah, you, to two hours. You don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss it. It's true. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got to get my exercise in at some point in that 24 hours. Um, okay, so also coming out this week is Sword Coast Legends. I believe that's on the PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Um, and that is actually, from everything I've read, that is one of the most true to the source Dungeons & Dragons games that has come out in a long time. It's even coming out with a Dungeon Master sort of mode so that DMs can create their own campaigns and stuff. That's cool. So folks are probably going to want to check that out. Uh, Life is Strange Episode 5 comes out this week as well. Um, The people that I know that follow Life is Strange are rabid about it. So if you've been following that, you're probably champing at the bit. You're probably playing it by the time you... You've probably already finished it by the time you hear a segment. (laughs) If you're a true fan. That's right. Um... Tales from the Borderlands Episode 5 is also coming out this week, speaking of uh, of episodic content. And then in the world of Nintendo, um, we've got, I think I mentioned The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes already. Yeah, because Patrick was talking about that earlier. And uh, Yoshi's Woolly World just came out this past Sunday. Um, or uh. Monday. It was Monday. No. Friday. I really need I can't to get my do, hands on it. I can't do math. <laughs> I got the pink and the blue yarn Yoshis. Oh, dang. <laughs> but I have not bought the game with the green Yoshi uh, yet. You should give me one of them. <laughs> give. Those <laughs> things are hard to find. <laughs> I know. Sell that for some yeah. sweet loot. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll sell you one cheap. It, How about that? There you go. <laughs> maybe. I was I just, just thinking today. I'm like, so excited to play that game because like, it's basically. Kirby's uh, Epic Yarn, but with Yoshi and with yeah. Yoshi's mechanics. I didn't play that either. They're right. too like gimmicky, which I thought was Sunshine though. So I feel like I need to give it a try. Oh, it's so cute! It's so fun. I had it's, a really it was enjoyable to me. I had a really hard time getting into Kirby's Epic Yarn. Just I hated the uh, the stylus mechanics. Not my jam. Let me use my joystick and uh, move Kirby around by hand. Um. Oh, man. And then finally, the last game coming out this week is a an isometric kind of uh, vehicle shooter game called Brigador. And that's coming out to PC and Mac. So keep your oh, eyes cool, open for that as well. Uh, one awesome. other thing that I want to mention while we're on the topic of video games is that they just announced today um, on Halo Waypoint that they're having kind of the Halo 5 equivalent of um, clans. This time around, they're calling them Spartan Companies. And we have now created, I went out and created an official Geeks Under Grace Spartan Company. You can search for us, Geeks Under Grace, all one word. And uh, there's also a link to it in the uh, community channel. 
So make sure if you're playing Halo 5, you go out there and join our Spartan company. Awesome. All right, guys. So our poll list is not going to be nearly as long usually, but like Joe said, it's fall. So there's tons of stuff out right now. We are in the middle of release season right now. I was trying to get you to say autumn. (laughs) (laughs) We're dead in the middle of autumn. Joe says autumn. I say fall. I think he's sophisticated. (laughs) I'm a southern gentleman. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Topic three. And we're going to go from something that we saw in the Facebook community a lot this week, um, which we probably won't usually do, but the community is so dear to our hearts here at Geeks Under Grace. Um, It's our heartbeat, I feel like. But everyone keeps talking about modern-day Christian music, whether or not it's actually edifying or is it just kind of fluff? Is there original stuff or is it being remade over and over um, through filters, basically? So I want to know what you guys have to say about modern Christian music. I used to listen, and I still kind of do, listen to a lot of christian music i guess i love bethel music i listened or have listened to lots of hillsong which is kind of the stereotypical uh christian sort of music i think a lot a lot of christians will look up to hillsong as the sort of sort of stereotypical Mm -hmm. uh christian music so i've listened to lots of that uh some other some other artists and bands and stuff but I do agree. A lot of it has sounded pretty repetitive or similar or when they try to spice it up, it's not spiced up in the lyrics. It's spiced up in the musicality, which I mean, I like musicality, so I'll still listen to it. But I don't always get sort of the message of the song or the lyrics in my head. It's more like the the musicality, the rhythm, the beats. And it's fun to rock out to, but not always to worship to, I guess. So I've been listening to Christian rock for quite a while. Um, My first concert when I was in high school was Audio Adrenaline. And uh, I bought the uh, Underdog album, listened to that. I I burned the bottom off of that disc listening (laughs) to that. and if you listen to the lyrics and their stuff, that's stuff that will hit you pretty hard a lot of the time. Um, Do people still know what CDs are? Is that? <laughs> I hope so. Now that you say that, I haven't actually bought a CD in years. It's been a while. Uh, all my music's on iTunes now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but as far as Christian music goes, like I, I still turn on the radio driving into work almost every morning, and it's a... For me, it's a good way to kind of kick off my morning. It's either that or I'm flipping on a podcast. And most of the podcast content, quite frankly, that I listen to is not edifying. Um, it's it's other video game podcasts, but they're pretty crass in a lot of what they say. I don't want to start my mornings off with that. I'd rather get a good cup of coffee. And I'll either leave the radio off completely and pray when I'm driving into work, or I turn on Air One. Um, because it's... If nothing else, it's music with a positive message. Um, and w- you want to talk about stuff that just gets repetitive? How about that music that we listen to nowadays in pop culture that's constantly harping on? Mm-hmm. I got to make more money. Oh, that's I've true. Gotta, I've got to get the I, girls. I, mean, you know, I was going to say there are only two or three objectives: kill all of my enemies, <laughs> make lots of money doing it, and have lots of of, of relationships in the meantime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> those are the those are the only three objectives in modern music today because that's what culture is largely driven by. Don't forget partying. And yep. Yeah, but partying drugs. leads to all the relationships. And <laughs> I mean, that's usually in the songs. That's like the whole point of the party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're having a party to get relationships because I just killed all of my enemies. <laughs> For uh, me, get money. I've always seemed to be caught in the middle of things. Um, like I always, my opinion's never like a black and white. It's never one way or the other. Because on one side, I think that music is the most impactful thing that we consume as far as pop culture goes. Yeah. Uh, like, you, you repeat it in your head, usually. If you get something stuck in your head, you're saying it over and over. And so you should have something that's edifying if you're going to chant it, opposed to something that's not edifying. 
But on the other side of that, there's so many people that insist that music, so many Christians that insist that music has to be Christian music. It has to be praise to the Lord. And for me, that's not really the case. I'm like, it's just music. It's just something for me to listen to. I'm not trying to get a sermon out of it. Uh, Maybe that's because I listen to a lot of Christian rap nowadays. Um, Like, I don't need it to be worship music. I just need it to be clean. I didn't want to repeat the, I don't want to repeat not edifying stuff over and over in my head. Um, right. And with rap, it's definitely repetitive, but it's really weird. I've never, I never listened to rap until I became a Christian. I used to hate rap because I found the lyrics so shallow. Yeah. And so now that we have Christian music, it's something that I relate to because I wasn't doing drugs or drinking or partying. So I'd never really caught my ear. Right. But I love Christian rap now, lyrically. I don't think that it's that much fluff. I think it's, because I'm listening to Christian rap specifically, it has evolved so much from when I started to listen to it with Lecrae's um, Real Talk, I think the album was called, where it was like, who's the, who's the king? Jesus is king, over and over. It's, it's grown so much lyrically, I think, because they've had to. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool that I listen to rap Shelly listens to CCM, and then you listen to rock. So we got all three of the spectrum, really, I think. I mean, and, and you, you were talking about it being impactful media. I can mm-hmm. tell you from personal experience, both in myself and in other people that I know, the people that I know that listen to the crazy hard stuff, you know, like they, they think, oh, this is great. I can, you know, kind of rock out, rage out. They are typically in a much darker place or a much darker mood. When they're listening to or surrounded by that music, in my experience. And, you know, people that I know that listen to that and listen to country music, or not country, country is very depressing. Uh, <laughs> country. <laughs> uh, Christian music have have openly told me, you know, I, I'm i in a much better place um, in virtually every aspect of my life when I'm not listening to that crazy dark stuff compared to Christian music. I'm not saying that's universal. I'm not saying that's everybody. And I'm not saying that there isn't a time and place for some of that darker music. If you look at the Psalms, David had plenty where he was weeping, crying, screaming at God. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's definitely a place for that. But I've always loved the band Red because of that. Yeah. They're like the one true Christian emo band that I can think of because it's always so sad and depressing. But I think. Like you said, there's a time and place for everything. It's definitely been some of those days where I'm like, I want to hear this, where it's kind of like screaming out to God, trying to figure life out. I mean, like you look at some of the lyrics Skillet has, and they're talking about like cutting and things mm-hmm. of that nature. That stuff is real talk, and and it does it from a Christ-based perspective. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I listen to a lot of secular music, which is probably a big reason why I don't, I can't really listen to lyrics in Christian music as much because I tend to drown out the lyrics in the secular music I listen to. That's a good Christian Um, way to look at it, like using discernment, taking what's good out of the music (laughs) and not what's bad. Yeah, yeah. So, because there are a lot of songs I'll just listen because I like the beat, I like the rhythm, I like to dance to it. Or something like that. And I realize what it's saying is super trashy, is super <laughs> bad. And I can't sing to sing along to it because I, I just can't. Um, but yeah, so it's, all, it's kind of a challenge to, to find good Christian music for me because in general, it doesn't like reach out to me. It doesn't really affect me that much. So I tend, that's why I tend to go more for the sort of feel good songs because it's like oh i can i can move to this but mm-hmm. when it comes to you know what you're saying like real talk music it's hard for me to like focus it's hard for me to take it all in and i don't know i know a lot of people are like me naturally in the sense that lyrics don't always sink in i don't know if it's just because I've listened to, I've been kind of forced to listen to secular music. Um, like my, my basketball team back in high school would pump out the trashiest music you've ever heard in the <laughs> locker room. I can't yep. just say, 
I can't just plug my ears or say don't play that music because of my religion or anything like that. I just sucked yeah. it up. I just listened to it and drowned it out, and that's that's how I listen to music nowadays. It was so, around the time yeah. that I became a Christian that um, Framing Hanley used to do remixes, I think, or covers. I think that's who it was. And so they did a cover of Lil Wayne's Lollipop. And so I was singing that because it was stuck in my head around high school hallways. And I got a weird look. And it's, obviously it's not about lollipops for those who are confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I got this weird look and it sank in right then and there. And that got me really bothered by what I was listening to. And obviously there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, at work there besides that, because that was also around the time that I became a Christian probably wouldn't have bothered me if there weren't other things stirring. Um, but yeah, I had a huge issue with it when I like saw someone looking at me and I'm like, I'm going around singing this song over and over. I was like, I probably should be singing something else. Um, but like I, I think, said, I think a lot of this can be summed up by some Christian lyrics, garbage in garbage out. <laughs> it's, that's what true. goes in comes out somehow. Definitely. So that is where I think we are going to end today's podcast. I think it's a great place to stop. Garbage in, garbage out. Use discernment. Know what is going to get to you. On October 23rd, we are going to be having a couple of live streams on our Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Make sure you go there, follow us, and check it out. Uh, we're going to have Drew Kaler, the guy that runs our website. He's going to be playing the Halo 5 multiplayer, uh, showing that off a little bit ahead of release. So if you want to check that out, make sure that you follow there. In fact, I believe he may be doing multiplayer there for three or four days after that. Very cool. So you need to head on over there and check that out. He's also intermittently doing single-player live streams of bits and pieces of the campaign that he's allowed to. Um, but what little bit he's not under embargo for. So make sure you follow us there and check that out. You can check me out on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. You can find my Twitter at TheShellShock24. Make sure it has the the in front of it because then you'll find the wrong one and it won't be good. Mine is at Cody Armor. Really hard to forget. That being said, thanks for listening. Keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. Woo! Winners! <laughs>